Hello everyone, I am your host, Jerry Mushono, and welcome to another episode of Peace, Be Still, a podcast that guides you towards finding peace in a chaotic world, peace that surpasses all understanding. Thank you for tuning in. I appreciate you. Follow me on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube at Njeri Mushono. You can also visit our website at www.njerimushono.com for more information about us and our online academy. I hope you enjoy the episode. On the last episode, we talked about divine wisdom, how we can access wisdom from God, basically. I believe that some of you gave your life to Christ last week. Like I said then, and this stands true even now, this is by far the best decision you made. Why, you may ask? Because peace is not situational, but rather locational. You can choose your realm of operation for the rest of your life. This is why Jesus said, My peace I give you. It is only in Christ that you can have constant peace, despite and in spite of your circumstances. That is why I said it is locational. Inside of Christ, you can have peace for the rest of your life. You have to make a choice though. Remember, in Christ, there is no limit to the provision you can get. At a personal level, I have decided that in honor of the cross of Jesus, everything the cross has made available, I will enjoy. Mark my words, I did not say in honor of getting comfortable in life. No, I said that in honor of the cross of Jesus, everything the cross has made available, I, Jerry, will enjoy. So really, it's up to you to make the choice. Everything Jesus paid for, I will live by. This is not whether I like it or I don't like it. No, simply because Jesus paid for it, I will live by it. That said, it seems as though many like a hard life. You are out there trying to come up with solutions on your own, yet you did not create yourself. Why not go back to the manufacturer who has in his possession the hard drive that you are wired through with all the information you need? Hardships are meant to bring us to the place God wants us. Even God himself never intended for us to remain in hardship. However, the thief, the devil, that serpent, what he has done is look for a philosophy, meaning a way of thinking, that will, that will live in you 
that will make it legal for him to keep you in bondage longer than necessary. Did you understand that? He's looking for a philosophy. And he wants you to live in that philosophy. And therefore, it will make him legal. It will make it legal for him to keep you in bondage longer than you need to be. For me, I made a choice. The time the hardship is over, I move on. I will not wallow. I will not keep stewing in it. I get up and move on. So you have to make a choice and decide what you want. I then ended last week's discussion by stating that trials demand wisdom. Wisdom demands prayer. And prayer demands faith. So today, let us talk about prayer and faith. Can anyone tell me what they understand the meaning of prayer to be? Mm -hmm. You've answered yourself, right? Many of you, upon hearing the term prayer, immediately think it is man coming before God to make a request. Many of us have been cultured to go to God in prayer when we need something. You want your needs met, especially material needs, or you have you or a close relative is sick and needs healing, or have other problems and you need a solution. Many of us consider this as prayer. And to be honest, you're not necessarily wrong. However, it is too superficial. That definition is too super superficial and lacks both depth and accuracy. If you desire to know what real prayer is today, you must realize that it is not man merely making requests before God for his That is but one definition which is very surfacey. With prayer and supplication, make your requests known to God. That's just one aspect. Now, others have defined prayer as an act. You pray in the morning when you wake up or in the evening before going to bed. This is not wrong either. It's not wrong in itself. However, I believe strongly that prayer is a lifestyle and should be done without ceasing. It is a continuous conversation between yourself and the Holy Spirit. Additionally, prayer is not one-sided. You going to God and telling him everything that is wrong and what you need. That is how we have been cultured. However, remember prayer is communication with God. Look at it this way. You call me. I answer the phone. And all you do is speak, 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 speak. Once done, telling me what you need, you then hang up the phone. How rude, don't you think? You didn't even ask me how I am, if I can talk, nor did we even exchange any niceties. You just waltz into the conversation and told me everything about yourself and what you would like me to do for you. You did not even wait to confirm if I heard you correctly, whether I was still on the line, or even if I am able to meet your request. You also did not wait long enough on the call 
to find out if there are any conditions that you need to meet before I can meet your request. All you're interested in is what you need, not what I may need, let alone how I am doing. Now, my friends, true prayer requires you to first of all realize that you are in a relationship with God. A personality who has feelings, thoughts, and emotions just like you. Secondly, God does not only want to meet your needs, but he wants to have a relationship with you where you communicate with each other. You speak and then keep quiet and then allow him to speak and you keep quiet and you hear each other's have you ever done that? Sat long enough to hear what God has to say? Yes, God speaks. But God is a gentleman. He will not interrupt you. And he will also not force you to listen to him. You have to welcome him and show him that you have enough time for him. As much as you need God to supply all your needs, God too needs you to do certain things things for him but Jerry Jerry he is God he is God why does he need me yes he is God but he works through men to other men God is spirit and as such he needs a body through which he can accomplish his work on earth please don't get me wrong God as an entity in himself is complete but as far as his operation on earth is concerned he still needs man most of the time many of us offer prayer to god in private i hear others even saying that they pray in bed well i used to do that myself because it was a religious act i was performing due to again how i was cultured my friend, are there times you find yourself on your knees repeating nice words while your mind is so far away from what you're saying? Do you pray from force of habit? It's okay, just be honest with yourself. There's nothing wrong with admitting these things because we are all here to learn and have the Lord change our thinking. So have you found yourself in such a situation? If so, rest easy. The Lord will help you. Again, when you pray, do you recognize that you are in the presence of the Most High God, the Creator of the universe? My friend, pouring out your soul within yourself does not come too much honestly and yet often that is what your prayer amounts to a recapitulation of words without a firm understanding of divine supply you express weaknesses without receiving strength you are conscious that you are nothing without God yet you do not do much to plug into an all-sufficient God 
You know, I say the problem with this generation is that we deem ourselves wise. But like I said earlier in the previous podcast, there are many educated fools. Wisdom dictates that when you pray, your main focus or desire should be that God hears you. Our souls are in desperate need of an audience with God because if God does not hear us, we have gained nothing. If on the other hand, you get the master's attention, what a great honor and privilege. In the Bible, David always spoke about God's, God hearing him and he always sought for God to incline his ear towards him. The thing is, God hears us. The problem is that we don't believe he has heard us. Remember this, my friends. Your heavenly father knows what you need even before you ask him for it. However, for him to release these things to us, we must ask and have the confidence that once we have asked him, he has heard and he will answer. Again, instead of always asking for bread, perhaps you need to shift your focus to seeking spiritual blessings, covenant blessings, distinctly promised and evidently necessary for your life. On the matters promised in his word, we should ask for them without ceasing. Also, on matters relating to what is written in the word of God, we can be certain that we will receive them. Perhaps you have gone to God in prayer expecting that he will answer you, and yet he never made the promise to give you the thing that you have asked him for. The only assurance, my friend, is to read the word of God, then ask based on what the word of God promises. And that way, you can be assured you will not be disappointed. God is not obligated to meet our expectations in prayer. However, he is obligated to give us that which he has promised in his word. No matter how long it takes, no matter how long you have to wait, as long as it is promised in his word, you can be assured that God will answer you. On to the second point of faith. I then said that when you pray, you must have faith. Your faith should be firm and you should not doubt. You should not doubt, my friend. If you do doubt, then you should not expect to receive anything. Many of you pray and then immediately you are done praying. You go out there and start looking for a solution. You say to yourself, God has taken too long to answer me. So I will take it upon myself to help God. Yeah, does that sound familiar? Do you remember what happened to Uzzah who attempted to hold the art of God to stop it from falling? Guess what happened to him? He died. Yes, he died. You really do not want to die. 
The death here is not physical, but rather spiritual death. I know how much you long to be heard and answered by God. I, I truly do. I truly do. And you may be asking, Jerry, how can I have an assurance that God has heard and answered my prayer? The first answer is simple, because he said, ask and you shall receive. So if you're going to receive, it means he has heard. In prayer, you are asking. When King Solomon prayed, he had the assurance that God has heard him. The Lord told Solomon he had heard his prayer. I think that God reassures us that he has heard us very often in our usually day-to-day -day faith. Why? Because when you are praying, and I hope I'm speaking to many or about many of you, you pray believing that God has heard you. In my case, I am always assured that God will answer me. I go to him very simply and ask him for what I want and need. And if I don't have that which I have humbly sought from him, I would be quite surprised. For me, it is a matter of course, for the Lord has promised to answer me and my prayer. And it is certain that he will keep his promise. I am speaking now about his daily mercies, the daily trials, the ordinary events of life. In these matters, God is sure to answer prayer. And the, 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 the ordinary operation of my faith is to believe and hear the voice of God saying, I have heard your prayer and your supplication. However, there are those times when you require the faith of God. You get to a place where common prayer is not sufficient. Remember when Esau was coming to meet Job, Jacob, sorry, with an, arm, uh, with an armed force wanting to kill him. I am sure Jacob had spent quite a lot of time in prayer seeking God's clearance for him to move because he knew Esau, his brother, wanted to kill him. At such times, we need the faith of God to come into play. The Bible tells us that it shall be given unto us according to our faith. So if you have little faith, yes, you guessed it right, you will have little answer. If on the other hand, you can trust God, you can have anything you seek. Faith, my dear friend, is not saying, I know that I have it. Mm -mm, I know, I know that I have it. When you truly do not have it, that would be lying to yourself. To believe in God that he answers me is, very diff is, a, is a very different thing from believing that he has already answered. Faith, my friend, is not fanatical. It's not fanatically believing it's just not being fanatical. You know, we are, we are, sometimes we are so fanatical. But faith is believing the truth. There's a big difference between believing what you tell yourself and believing that God has what, what God has distinctly promised. 
faith and self-talk are two very different things. My prayer for you is that God will keep you from falsehood and lead you into the truth of wisdom. I am one who believes anything, no matter how unrealistic it sounds, as long as God has said it. On the other hand, I refuse to believe anything, however desirable, merely because my own mind imagines it or because my heated brain suggests it. Strong faith often brings with it a conviction deep within the soul which nothing can shake, a conviction that is most assured and yet most reasonable since it is inspired by the Holy Spirit, who bears witness only to the truth. But it does not bear witness to fantasies. This assurance can come in the form of comfortable persuasion. Have you ever been in prayer and right in the middle of it, it is clear to you, you have received your answer. It felt like you need not beg anymore, you need not beg God anymore, you need not cry anymore. And that instead of asking, you start to say, thank you, God, thank you, God, thank you, God. Let me give you an example. When a man goes to a bank with a check and he gets the money, he does not stand idly around the counter. He takes his money and goes off about his business. The same applies in this case. You have asked God and he has answered. So you need not ask anymore, but begin to say thank you and rise up on your feet and go about your business because you know God has heard you. If God has given you the blessing, is there any need to ask for it anymore? It's already yours. All you need to do is wait for it to manifest in the physical. This inward persuasion is not fantasy or imagining, nor excitement of the brain, but a work of the Holy Spirit, which no one can imitate, and only the receiver of this inward persuasion can understand it. In closing, my friends, know this, that once you have received your answer, God will then prepare you to receive the blessing. Your expectation is then raised and you begin to look out for the blessing and, to start, and you start making room for it. At this point, you are sure that it is coming. God has never, in my experience, brought one to the well and then provided the bucket and the rope without intending to fill the bucket once the bucket is released downwards into the well. I think that many of the times you do not prepare to receive that which you have asked for and thus the blessing has nowhere to descend. Finally, let us bear this in mind. Trials demand wisdom. Wisdom demands prayer. Prayer demands faith. I trust that you have clearly understood these three principles 
and will apply them to your daily living. Thank you once again for listening to Peace Be Still with your host, Jerry Mushun. I hope you enjoyed our discussion today on prayer and faith. As I sign off, I would like to speak into the situation that you are going through right now. When you need the help of God, where your prayer life has been greatly affected. Father, by your mercy and grace, I declare a fresh wind of prayer upon each and every listener. And may your faith in God be increased in Jesus' mighty name. Father, I also ask that you give my listeners the peace they desire in this time. Lord, where there is turmoil, I declare in the matchless name of our Lord Jesus Christ, peace be still. If you enjoyed this episode and you would like to encourage others who may be going through a similar season, please share it with them. Post about it on social media or leave a rating and a review. To catch all the latest from me, you can follow me on at Jerry Moshono on Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, and Facebook. You can always find you can also find us at www.jerimoshono.com and find out the programs that we offer, including our online academy. Thank you again for listening. And until next time, take care and God richly bless you.